what crap football. I mean, there's just a total dilution of product. I get it. I get it. Money machine. Let's get the extra game. Hey, well, you know, playoff game stakes. Everyone's going to be watching. We'll throw the Mannings on there and have the most awkward conversation ever with the rock. Uh, neither seven seed had any business being there and diluted the weekend. We had two games and, you know, Raiders Bengals got off to a great start. Uh, you know, Cowboys 49ers was exciting towards the end, but it was because you had two inept coaches doing the Spider-Man meme to each other, uh, trying to lose that game. Um, you know, it, it, it's interesting. I ended up turning, like I turned, you know, I put it on mute, the, the Bills game, the Steelers game, the Eagles game, the Rams game. I felt bad for Ian Eagle. Uh, esteemed football broadcaster, basketball broadcaster, who, uh, you know, he's CBS's number two guy, so he goes to Buffalo while Jim Nance and Romo get to do the other game. Uh, equally, Cole Kansas City, well, not as cold, right? Uh, because Ian Eagle got to do the outdoor press box game of the Bills. You know, imagine, you know, sweet, it's a stakes game. You know, everyone's watching. They're obviously watching the product, not you, the broadcaster, but as a broadcaster, I find this interesting, and I also – hate the cold so this guy's just doing the crappiest of crap game this one i actually turned off i wasn't even it wasn't even worth watching anymore and you were just freezing your ass off doing a game that nobody's watching still plugging in cbs ncis montana coming out on tuesday a new episode uh really felt bad for him did you guys check out the nickelodeon stream his son noah eagle uh, he was broadcasting that one. I know some people enjoyed that. I mean, yeah, I, you know, the clips are fun, but, uh, you know, who knows? I'm a Manning cast guy. People don't like that. I'm not a Nickelodeon guy, but, you know, maybe people enjoyed that broadcast as opposed to just the usual. Um, favorites were five and one this weekend. Public five and one public likes favorites most more times than not sharps were three and two. So a winning weekend, there was no sharp action noted from where I check it on the action network um, in the Buffalo game, but they were on the bucks public and uh, uh, sharps were aligned on that one. They were losses on Las Vegas and Pittsburgh. Those were two, uh, the biggest dogs of the weekend, neither covered, and uh, they did get the win on the Niners, which was obviously the lone underdog to win. Uh, Bengals outlast the Raiders. Offense looks great. Uh, Joe Burrow, he's like, you know, everything's going to be made of Tua and Herbert because, uh, you know, Tua was selected before Herbert. Burrow kind of gets skates in the conversation. He was injured. He was the number one overall pick, right? The guy that came out of nowhere wasn't highly recruited, but then had uh, the greatest season ever before, you know, Bailey zapped this past year, but you know, one of the greatest college teams we've ever seen in that LSU Tigers team. And then Joe Burrow uh, obviously goes down and gives Cincinnati their best win in th their post first postseason win in 31 years, truly incredible. Um, you know, and he looked like a mix of Herbert and Tua. He had, he has that polish, right? He's got the arm. He's a gamer, uh, feels present great pocket presence isn't afraid to leave it when he has to of Justin Herbert right who we all agree he just wows us when we see the intangibles at quarterback two was a little bit you know he's a lefty he's you know dink and dunk here but he's a winner he's done in national titles as a sophomore uh, thrown into the game he's got a really good record with the Miami Dolphins even if he's just a bit of a game manager 
it's both of them combined. Joe Burrow, you get the winner that is Burrow in the national title, turning around a loser franchise, first win in 31 years. Look, the Raiders could have had that. I That was my big loser pick of the weekend. I thought it was going to be. I thought it was all favorites. Um, you know, I thought the 49ers for, certainly had a chance. I had them in the only teaser that hit, just 49ers and the Buccaneers, all the underdogs. That was the only underdog that even covered the teaser number, uh, which was crazy too. And the Action Network actually came out with a tweet and they they jinxed it because they, they put out it was like the 14 straight um, uh, divisional teaser covers. It was something ridiculous. And of course, there was only one that actually hit for the underdog. Um, but yes, I, I mean, the, the arm talent of Herbert combined with the winning nature of Tua, you get Joey B. You know, he, he's so cool. He's smoking the cigar. Uh, it, it's hard not to root for this guy, but so, and certainly now, you know, I overlooked the Bengals. I thought first it was the Colts that could take them out. Then the Raiders take their spot as the Colts miss the playoffs. And I thought the Raiders were going to do it. And lo and behold, Bengals end up winning and covering because you come down to the final minute, the Raiders you throw in the end zone, dude, come on. You could that last pass couldn't even get there. That was the lone exciting game of the weekend. Um, so we're just going to recap wildcard weekend and then take a look ahead uh, it'll be the Titans and the Bengals. I mean, that might be the toss-up game of the weekend coming up in divisional weekend. McCarthy, Shanahan, I mentioned, just two fools outdoing each other. Uh, Shanahan, you've got the collapse. First of all, Dan Quinn against Kyle Shanahan, right? They uh, were Shanahan was the offensive coordinator for the Atlanta Falcons in the Super Bowl collapse. That's the big thing against Shanahan, against Dan Quinn. I think it was more Shanahan's fault. Why? Because he did similar things in the Super Bowl collapse against the Chiefs. He's got two black marks against him, and then he nearly gives it up to the Cowboys. They are in complete control uh, because McCarthy's a fool. You know, never trust him. Uh, he couldn't get it. He was. That's why he got ran out of Green Bay. And, uh, you know, now it's one and done with the Cowboys again. America's team, Dak, was not good. Uh, and they almost come back with it. What was what was the quarterback? The run, the run. I mean, my goodness. Okay, I understand getting some yardage there. That was an interesting place, certainly. I don't hate that. But he, it looked like he just charged an extra five yards at that point. He, he was just wasting time off the clock. The rest were all over it. Just a bizarre end to just a this you know a game that was exciting, but it was just two coaches that were making a mistake. Why are you throwing Jimmy G? One of the worst interceptions you can make. It, that wasn't even a game until Jimmy G threw that interception, and again, a spot where you usually should not be throwing. Uh, I don't really trust Shanahan as another example. This past weekend, um, Jimmy G terrible interception. Look at his. This is what Jimmy G is. Sixteen for twenty five. 172 yards, no touchdowns, and a pick. Just zero. He had no <laughs> no effect on the game except negatively there in the second half. Uh, that does not beat Aaron Rodgers. I'm sorry. Uh, the Eagles stink. Hurts is he's just simply an average quarterback in terms of throwing. Now, the mobility makes him interesting, but does that make him your quarterback of the future? I'm not so sure. Uh, Nick Sirianni loves throwing screen passes into, I guess, his credit. Maybe that's because he sees Hurts every day in practice and realizes, hey, that's really all that he can do. We can't trust him in a playoff game to do much uh, other than that against the super reigning Super Bowl defense uh, of the Buccaneers. So it, that was that game was ridiculous. Felt bad for Troy Aikman, who had to do that game instead of the Cowboys game for some reason. Interesting how that worked out. But 
the Sunday kind of matinee game right early afternoon was an absolute stinker. Um, you know, maybe Nick Sirianni needs a new guy. Like, I truly wonder if Jalen Hurts is the future there. I've heard Matt Ryan to the Steelers. I've heard Matt Ryan to the Eagles. I've heard Matt Ryan remaining with the Falcons. Um, but is there a change coming possibly in Philadelphia? Everyone was having a lot of fun making fun of Jalen Rager, who, of course, was picked by the Eagles before Justin Jefferson. Um, and just a stupid, but that was the Doug Peterson era, right? You know, just a really pick that's going to haunt, obviously, the Eagles for as long as Justin Jefferson continues his fantastic career. Um, and Brady was Brady. You know, it's, it's just cl- clinical, surgical, no Godwin, no AB, no problem. And it's just Brady being Brady. And lastly, the Cardinals were frauds. Good team. I've uh, been telling you all year long, good team, just too young. And they ran into a great team on the road in the Rams. Vaughn Miller, Aaron Donald, OBJ. I mean, Matt Stafford, just a veteran team. Guys that have not necessarily done it. We know Vaughn Miller, obviously, Super Bowl MVP. But just veterans, right? OBJ, this is the first playoff game since the boat incident in, in uh, New York. And he was solid, right? Caught the opening touchdown. Uh, that's all the Rams have needed him to do is just kind of be that guy. They could go one-on-one with a fade and he's going to come down with it more times than not. He, he could still go over the middle, uh, get open that way. And look, the Rams just, it was round three. You know, those two teams have battled. They're good teams. Rams just a little bit better. That's why they won the season series extending into the postseason two to one. And that's why the Rams are moving on. A lot of people sounding the alarm on Kyler, who did not play well, and Cliff Kingsbury, who notoriously falls off after hot starts at the collegiate and now professional level. You know, they're they're still going to be good for years to come. I think that was just a classic case of just being overmatched by a team. Um, I still have confidence that the future is bright for that pair there in Arizona. Um, Pittsburgh, end of an era, Big Ben, 44 pass attempts for 215 yards. Yuck. 4.9 average yards per attempt. Najee Harris gets absolutely shut down. He is, you know, this again with no with no air game against Big Ben, just his corpse back there, and then you can't get the ground game going. Najee Harris is talented, but when you got Big Ben there, you're only going to get 12 carries for 29 yards, 2.4 yards per carry, and then you had to throw in it because the Chiefs, after that defensive touchdown, where everyone kind of collectively gasped, like, "Hey, is this on?" Uh, no, it was not. The Chiefs flip the switch as they usually like to do in the postseason and look what this is what I find interesting what Mahomes did to the Pittsburgh you know Stephen A got to celebrate the Cowboys loss right all day on first take yesterday uh he didn't really mention about you know when he declared the Chiefs done after week five right uh Mahomes against the sixth best defense in the NFL the Pittsburgh defense 30 of 39 404 yards. That's what a quarterback looks like, Big Ben. <laughs> he had less, he had five less attempts and threw for almost 200 more yards than Big Ben. Five touchdowns, 10 yards, over 10 yards per attempt. Uh, he did have just one pick. And how about Jarek McKinnon out of nowhere? You know, just plug and play. That's the running back position. Get anyone back there. Uh, and if you have a good right, a throwing attack like you do with the Chiefs, McKinnon's going to get you the same amount of carries as Najee Harris. Oh, but triple the yardage, well, double the yardage, actually. 61 yards, 5.1, 5.1 yards per carry. Uh, Travis Kelsey threw a touchdown. Uh, now, can they do it against the best defense in the Bills? Best defense left. Uh, they're the second best defense in the NFL behind the Saints, statistically, according to ESPN's football power index but 
Look what Allen did to the Pats defense, which is better than the Steelers top five defense. Uh, 21 of 25, 308 yards. He had a better game than Mahomes. <laughs> 12, uh, 12 yards per attempt, five touchdowns. Just the perfect game plan against a really good defense. Again, that's another case of third time. Better team's going to get the 2-1 nod in the uh, season series there. And how about Devin Singletary, son of Mike Singletary, really coming on the second half of the season and just having a great young career. Um, if they, I, I think the Bills are the more talented team, as I give you a little teaser to our look ahead when you match up the Bills and the Chiefs. I mean, obviously, it's Mahomes over Allen, but on both sides of the football, I think the Bills have the more talented roster, but it's very hard to beat a team twice, obviously, and it's very hard to beat a team twice at their place in Arrowhead this weekend. So this was right around the time that Stephen A. declared, uh, you know, the Chiefs done. When the Bills strolled into Arrowhead, and Mahomes had a really bad game by his standards, right? The QBR was below that average level of 50. Uh, he threw for like only five yards per attempt, had a couple of interceptions. He was awful by Mahomes standards. Let's put it that way. I don't think he'll do that again in the playoffs. Um, you know, this is simply me just thinking that Kansas City at home, very hard to beat a team twice in that scenario. Uh, and despite the fact that I think there's more talent on, if Mahomes isn't throwing interceptions, that's the key to this game. And I think the winner of this game represents the AFC in the Super Bowl, whether that be the Chiefs or the Bills. I think my kind of early season pick was Bills Bucks. Um, but I think uh, we'll we'll tease my picks for later. I think the slight edge might go to the Chiefs in this one uh, in round two at Arrowhead. This time in the playoffs in the divisional round, Tampa Bay meets LA for the second time back in week three it was in LA back when Matt Stafford was playing like an MVP um I get it he had a great game against the Cardinals that's fine the Cardinals again I, I don't think were very good this is the they, they were good uh there was just that tier we've always said Rams Bucks uh Packers in that uh, Bills in that upper tier Cardinals kind of hovering in the top 10 but uh, significantly not as talented again a year away I believe coaching quarterback roster overall and they lost Buda Baker who's a very talented player hopefully he is all right um, but yeah so Brady was also playing like an MVP that game he threw for over 400 yards in the losing effort but he had the complete MVP season I would argue I think Brady deserves it over Rodgers Rodgers missed a game you know I, that's not political he missed a game right where his team ended up losing that's not value you know he's valuable to his team Brady is not missing games, but he is missing players, and he's still going out, putting up uh, virtually the same record as you, and he beat you last year at Lambeau. He's kind of thinking he's going to do the same thing this year. Um, so, again, I look, the Rams are going cross-country now coming off this big win. First win for Stafford in his long career, first playoff win. Letdown factor here is you go travel to Tampa Bay where Tom doesn't have Tom doesn't even celebrate Super Bowls anymore. It's just another check mark on his legacy. You see him uh, after the Super Bowl win last year at their place. Business as usual. He goes to his locker, gets ready to go home. Um, I like Tampa Bay at home against the Rams. Um, this is the trendy pick, though. A lot of people like the Rams to pull the upset this weekend. Um, very hard to beat the team twice. And now it's in Tampa. I think the Brady, uh, the Brady factor is going to have the Bucks victorious here and back to their second consecutive NFC championship game. Uh, Tennessee 
against Cincinnati. Derrick Henry to return question mark. That's the big uh, kind of thing everyone's keeping an eye on. Obviously, that's a huge factor if he comes back. Um, otherwise, Tannehill can get uh, stripped down a little bare there without a reliable force that is Derrick Henry behind him. Julio Jones. All right, Falcons fans, we're kind of watching him in the playoffs. Is he going to get a Super Bowl? Who knows? Um, facing the Bengals, um, will the bye help Tennessee, right? Last year was the first year that there was only one bye team as we added one team on the bye as we added the seventh team to the NFL playoffs in each conference. Kansas City and Green Bay were the two one seeds last year. They both won uh in the divisional round in 2019-20 the last year we had the one and two seeds from each conference uh get the bye San Fran and Green Bay were both the one seeds that year two years ago uh they both moved on as one seeds in this divisional round two seeds got a bye as well as aforementioned Tennessee upset Baltimore um that year remember that so Tennessee has been here a couple of years now under Vrabel Tannehill Hopefully they get Henry back, uh, A.J. Brown. Now they add Julio. Um, but again, we know Lamar Jackson's record in the playoffs isn't stellar. And 2C Kansas City went on to win the Super Bowl over the 49ers again two years ago. And remember last year, yes, Tampa Bay, the five seed, got it done as they mowed through road games all the way to the title game, which was on their home field uh, against all odds. Rams have the opportunity to do that this year, right? Rams uh, hoping it gets a SoFi Stadium, which hosts this year's Super Bowl. Okay, here are my picks. I had the Raiders last week. That was wrong. I also had the Cowboys. That was wrong. But I cashed the teaser with the 49ers. So, um, you know, I was that game was a toss-up for me. So uh, what am I going to do? NFL was chalk, 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 chalk this past weekend. Public, 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 public. I hate the public. Uh, but in terms of just picking straight up, I'm going with you guys this week. Uh, Tennessee with the bye, I think it gets it done. Is Henry coming back? That's huge. Again, I, I kind of like the Cardinals. I think the Bengals are just a year away. They get the playoff win. That was awesome. Who are the Raiders? You know, the Raiders are, that was another team that was just a little tier down. The, the Raiders were a nice story, but they're a car. No one was really that defense. No one was really that scared of them. Burrow and Chase inject some fear like there's got to be some fear in Tennessee fans homes and that you know the locker room's going to shut that stuff out but seeing Burrow come into Nashville that dude loves the limelight this dude excels under pressure and an offense that's scary um you know that they have that factor but I think Tennessee is going to be able to get it done the buy is a huge factor here um and again I think it's another letdown spot first win in 31 years uh, postseason for a city, for a franchise. Uh, Tennessee's been here, done that for a couple of years now. I think they get it done. Green Bay, move on, buy factor here. 49ers, I still don't trust Jimmy G, still don't trust Shanahan. Don't necessarily trust Matt LaFleur, right? We saw uh, he's gotten some questionable things on his resume as well, taking Rodgers off the field, kicking a field goal last year against Tampa Bay. I think they get it done against the 49ers. Tampa, I think they roll. Um, I, I just think it's going to Tampa is just a dominant team. I trust Brady over Stafford. If Stafford throws a pick six, it could get ugly. And then let's go Kansas City again. I, I think I'm rooting for my preseason pick. I would like some fresh blood in the Super Bowl. Kansas City, though, I just think they're dominant. Mahomes is the greatest thing we've ever seen. Uh, you know, there's a reason Mahomes and Brady were on 
the cover of Madden after they duked it out in the Super Bowl. It could be them for years to come. Uh, it's the passing of the torch. It's the guy we've never seen do things like this before in Tom Brady to guy that's on the scene now as a youngster. It's the passing torches of legendary quarterbacks for our generation. Tom Brady, uh, you know, we think towards the end of his career, still getting it done. And Mahomes, even against a kind of an adversity late in season, right? Where they, he was actually getting written off for the first time in his career early in the season. And they're still fighting all the way here. Uh, chalk, chalk, chalk to chalk for me. Where does the public sit currently right now? Remember, public five and one in the wild card round. They are currently on Tennessee, Green Bay. Public likes the Rams to take out Tampa Bay, uh, and they like Kansas City. Only two sharp action games so far that have been detected. Sharps are currently on Tennessee. Public and Sharps on the same side. They are in that game over the Bengals, and they are on the different side in Tampa. They like the Bucks to move on, whereas the public – likes the Rams uh, to continue their route towards hosting their Super Bowl this season. Uh, so we'll keep an eye on that throughout the week. Of course, two games Saturday, two games Sunday, the divisional round, NFL playoffs, hopefully some better games this weekend. Uh, we are at the halfway point through the NBA season, which is about to take kind of center stage once the NFL season wraps up. So while we have the midseason upon us, uh, let's take a look at some noteworthy headlines in the NBA. Halfway through the NBA season, and I think the Suns are going to win the title. That's my prediction. I just took them plus 600. I think I took them at like plus 300 to win the West as well. Currently the one seed, um, and I'm also now flip-flopping again and once again asking, should the Bulls be worried? Um, okay, let's start there, and then we'll get into the Suns in the West. But now for the Eastern Conference, Bulls still atop the East, but they've lost four straight. And, okay, I know the Nets just lost KD, so a little hope there. But, first of all, the 11th-seeded Knicks, right? We go to the 10th seed now because of the play-in tournament for the NBA. So the 11th-seeded Knicks, currently as it stands right now, a team that was, what, four or five last year, like a surprise last year, they're still hanging around with Coach Tibbs, Tom Thibodeau this year. They're six games back of the Bulls. One through 11 is separated by six games. The East is wide fucking open, wide open. Uh, Bulls, last five losses. Memphis, surprise team this year. They're like last year's Hawks team. Boston, Warriors, and the Nets before they lost KD. That Warriors loss was eye-opening. No Draymond, no Clay. Steph didn't even have to play virtually the second half. It was a blowout. Everyone thought it was the Bulls, and they laid an egg at home at the United Center. Are the Bulls this year's Hawks or Knicks, where they are a four or five seed? They're a surprise of the year, surprise team, but does it end in the first round, a la the Knicks, or in the conference title game, a la the Hawks? Um, I think the Heat, Bucks, Nets still, and 76ers are better than the Bulls right now. I could see a scenario where the Bulls fall into that four or five spot, like the Hawks, like the Knicks. I'm the Celtics just beat you. I'm the Celtics are a team that have talent. Jalen Brown is back playing well again. He was injured last year. Team that has been in the postseason year in year out now for a handful of years. Um, look again, I you know I'm flip flopping left and right here on your Chicago Bulls, but again, it's been a great story. I I watch this team. I'm rooting for this team. They're fun to watch. I just 
again, I, I don't know. Is this, am I raising the alarm or is this a pattern that you just can't, you're good. You just can't take out the top teams. And again, what the Knicks are just six games, but you're six games from the 11 seed. I mean, that's again, a kind of a red flag for every team in the East, just signaling, Hey, this thing is wide open. Um, so again, once Super Bowl February comes in again, it's halfway through. We got 40 plus games in the books. We still got 40 plus more games. Uh, long way to go, but just some things to kind of key in on here at midseason. Uh, Nets are confusing because of the Kyrie Irving situation. He's back playing on the road, but he's unvaccinated. Says he won't get vaccinated, and he's rooted in on that, so he can't. He can't even get into his own building, the Barclays Center. Now the KD injury, so it's just going to be Harden at home games and Kyrie on the road. Maybe when Harden wants to play on the road too and work double duty, um, you know, KD couple of weeks he should be fine by the playoffs. Um, you know, but Djokovic is getting deported from countries, you know, and Kyrie Irving, you know, can't even play in his home stadium. Like, how am I supposed to analyze this team? It's what, what if the Knicks get hot and all of a sudden the Nets are, you know, good Lord, they fall to the 12th in the conference or some shit. Um, it's wide open. It's crazy. Okay. Why I like the Suns. Two seed last year, they say, run it back. Chris Paul, I'm rooting for him. He's probably one of the favorite players I've ever watched. I mean, there's LeBron, there's Kobe, obviously, but Chris Paul, something about a guy that short, but with great handles, great scoring ability. He's a giant slayer. He's done it with multiple teams. He's a winner. Love Chris Paul. Love watching him, rooting for him. And I think he could get done this year. He played in his first finals. Why not run it back this year? Who scares you in the West? Here's what the Suns offer, and it's three bona fide all-stars, like, Lock fire all-stars, Aiton, Booker, and Chris Paul. Mikael Bridges, who they just extended, he's like the Draymond Green glue guy for this team. Now, this isn't the Warriors, right, from their heyday, but it's a very talented team. And then, you know, if that is my hand and I'm going all in at the poker table, what are you coming back with me in the West? The Warriors, uh, they weren't there last year. Clay is still coming off an injury, and that core of Clay, Draymond, and Curry, which won a title, they're a lot older. And then when they won more titles, they don't have Kevin Durant anymore. I love what Wiggins is doing, but stop it. Okay, stop. You know, come on. We're not relying on Andrew Wiggins this year in the <clears throat> in the postseason. He's been great. Uh, good for him. I'll take the Suns over that Warriors team. And that's where it is in the standings right now. And again, you know, if they do meet in the Western Conference seven-game series, who knows? But I like the team that did it just last year with this group that says run it back. Warriors still kind of, it's like the older veterans trying to bring up the guys like Poole and their talented young guys. Um, you know, I like a little bit more. I think the Suns are in better shape there. Um, Grizzlies, a year away. Uh, I think we're going to look back on the Zion jaw draft one, two, kind of like Odin and Durant. I mean, it's unfortunate. We always knew there was injury questions looming around Zion, but you couldn't not take Zion. Right. And then lo and behold, maybe John Morant was the star waiting in the whims behind him because what he's doing is incredible. What the Grizzlies are doing is incredible. But again, a year away, I sons over the Grizzlies there. Um, the, the Utah jazz. Next question. <laughs> please come on Rudy Gobert they do this every year <clears throat> they're a good regular season team immediately once they get to a series game plan the fuck Rudy Gobert away from the basket boom you're done you're toast you can't win against a good team uh the Mavericks they're literally the same team every year Lucas great but maybe Porzingis isn't the guy he needs someone else um Clippers if Kawhi returns maybe but what's the word on that 
Lakers, not without AD. Remember, the Suns took out the Lakers without AD in that 2-7 matchup in the playoffs. Weren't the Lakers favored as the seventh seed to win the title? How'd that go? Um, and what do you do with Westbrook? Is he, He's been terrible. Is he, you know, LeBron, he's a great player. He might be one of the worst GMs we've ever seen. You know, some of these, it would, this was a LeBron decision. There's no reason other that Westbrook is wearing a Lakers jersey right now is because LeBron thought it was a good idea. It was not. I told you that once it came across the trade desk, once Adam Silver put pen to paper, that was not going to work. What has it worked for? 500 team, like everywhere Westbrook has gone in the last five years. They'll make the playoffs, make the play-in tournament. But are they going to – what, are you going to offload them? Who's going to take Westbrook? Um, you know, the Lakers always – LeBron's always doing something at the deadline. Hard to always count them out, especially what LeBron is doing this year, which is incredible. Uh, he is putting up MVP numbers again, and he is the reason the Lakers are even 500. They are doing this in spite of the AD injury and Westbrook. You know, just putting up nights where you're like, dude, can you even score anymore? Um, let's wrap up Corbett's Corner with my current MVP, uh, NBA top five for MVP, my current list. Number five, I'm going Steph. Most three-pointers made per game in the league. Points per game, not quite up there, right? He's Steph. He's great. Former MVP. NBA like to give out their hardware twice. He's my current five. Um, they're no longer the top of their division. Um, Clay's back, Draymond's back. You know, Draymond, I think, steals some votes there for what he's done with that defense, what he's gotten that young guy, those young guys to do defensively for one of the top defenses in the league. So, Steph, my number five. Number four, Embiid. No Simmons, no problem. Sixers, slow start. Embiid's been injured when he's been out there. He's been fantastic. He's one of the best in the business right now. He's my number four. LeBron tearing it up he's now that Durant's injured watch out for LeBron to lead the lead in scoring he right now is number three for me because Jokic is putting up numbers like he did last year when he won the MVP he's leading the league in player efficiency rating uh he is just a magician on the court he does a little bit of everything but the Nuggets are a little bit above 500 and that's about it um which is why my number one is Giannis because he is still Giannis the Bucks are quietly uh, having a heck of a season as there's no hangover here, right? They're not at the top of the standings, but they're in that upper echelon. They're within striking range. They've done this before. Uh, Giannis is arguably the best player on the floor, wherever he goes, he's starting to, you know, develop a little bit more of a shot, but what he's doing efficiency wise, offensively, defensively, and what the bucks are now starting to do uh, as they are going to be, uh, rolling in the second half, you know, and probably creeping up towards the top of their conference. I think Giannis right now, I, I don't know what the non odds are. I didn't check it updated this week, but that is just who, where I would put in my current top five for MVP for this season. Durant gets hurt. He's leading the league in points right now, points per game. He's likely going to drop out of the race because he's going to be out for almost a month, almost two months. Um, going to hurt kind of like how it hurt Joel Embiid last year and allowed Jokic to, Rightfully so, get that MVP last year. But uh, NFL playoffs, wild card weekend in the books, divisional weekend coming up this weekend. NBA halfway point, at least games wise, we've got about a month until All Star festivities, trade deadline, etc. And after the Super Bowl, hey, it's a basketball kind of nation for uh, sports intake for the rest of the spring. So we'll have it here for you on Corbett's Corner. Appreciate you, the listener. We'll talk to you later this week.